0: Welcome to the Encounter Mercy podcast with Vince Dragone and Father Andy Boyd. Uh, We have with us today a uh, return guest. Um, You may know him as Monk on the Streets. Um, I'd like to welcome Brother Barnabas back to the show. How's it going, brother?
1: Hey, good. How are you guys?
0: Doing well. Doing well. All right. I'll be back. So, so
2: you're the first student. You're the first student that we've had on uh, the podcast since all of this insanity has gone down. And not only are you a student, but you're in second theology at my alma mater at St. Vincent's, your home um, mm-hmm. as a Benedictine monk. So tell me, uh, you know, I remember seminary classes, obviously only almost two years now out. Um, what's it like having all of it online?
1: Um, yeah, it, the motivation has plummeted very drastically. Uh, so it's it's still been good and we're learning and all that stuff, but it's like hard to hard to pay attention when you're just sitting you know, somewhere. Here at the monastery, we don't have a lot of – like everyone's online. So I just have yeah. like a random corner in a hallway or something and try to f- pay attention to whatever my teacher's talking about, um, which is all good stuff. But I think the the most interesting part of this is like when you're normally in a class – and you're listening to the teacher talk and if he says something funny uh, or that the class thinks is funny like we all kind of look at each other but now we can actually send messages to each other
2: <laughs> <laughs> the seminarians of course we,
1: we pay attention and
2: you know, you're not using. You're not using Zoom, are you, or what are you using? Uh, we use something on Schoology. Oh, okay, good. Because yeah. Zoom, one of the features of Zoom is that the professor um, gets a transcript of all the text messages that go back and forth. Between oh the students. my goodness! Wow. So they found that out uh, the hard way. <laughs> well. The real, the bigger question that I have is, um, all right, so being a priest, uh, it's very weird because right now I'm celebrating mass by myself in my chapel in the house here um, every day. And so I'm celebrating mass online for whoever might tune into it. But in the monastery, you guys usually gather for mass together. You still able to get uh, together for mass or?
1: Um. yes. But we ha- are social distancing, so we are pretty spread out. Okay. Um, and yeah, we're, we're doing the best job that we can. We don't do the sign of peace or anything. Um, Understandable. We're, we're all like, the normal space that we take up is like double. Wow. Hall. And like our priests, when they can celebrate, it, they're like completely circling around the altar because they're trying to stay six feet apart from each other. And,
2: <laughs> oh my gosh, that's insane.
1: Uh, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's been interesting. Wow.
2: Yeah. So I mean, it, it is. It's a strange part on like on my side being the celebrant and being alone. I mean, there's times that mom and dad are here with me just because. I mean, the they're the only two people that I've come in contact with now. In I don't know, even since we came back from Israel, mm-hmm. uh, they're the only two that I've really seen. So other than the housekeeper, she keeps coming in, which is I'm happy with at least the house is staying clean. But uh,
0: see, nothing's know, really selfishly. changed. Nothing's changed for What's, me because I'm still going to work you know, we're an essential business and, uh, still doing all that still. I mean, before I was telling friends, you know, before the coronavirus hit, uh, I would come home from work and just sit at home with the family, just like we're doing now. So this really hasn't really affected us too much aside from every time now that we, uh, order groceries, we don't get everything that we want. um, Uh, just because there's, you know, there's a shortage of just about everything out there.
1: When you guys
0: go out the, uh, do you have to wear a mask? Yeah. Yeah. So I got, if, yeah, that's, um, basically if you have to go into a store or something like that, you got to wear one look, at work. We're wearing uh, them now too.
2: Yeah. It's, oh, uh, there's one. There you go. Look my mother that. made it. Oh, I, it, I've you, actually, I've actually never put it on before. Um, Andy, you that
0: makes you see, look really good. You should just leave that on the rest of the, the rest of the show there. Thanks.
1: Dude, you know, I made my own homemade mask.
0: Did you?
2: Did you?
1: yeah i wish i had it on me um because <laughs> wait look here i'll show you this is the mask that i have it's very girly looking yeah right? it is it looks like someone took a Vera bradley bag and just chopped it up and made a mask it. <laughs> so i have it so i was like i can't deal with it so i um i youtubed how to make your own spider-man mask and i made a spider-man mask and i uh I, of course i made a monk in the streets with it um oh, yeah beautiful. i saw that that's, that's awesome. right and then I wore it once to dinner, and uh, now that we like we go through the line and people have to give us our food, we're not allowed to touch it, and I couldn't see through the map. Like, I can't see through it. So I would just say, like, I'll take some of that point. I had no idea what I was getting. <laughs> <laughs> I was,
0: <laughs> <for the entertainment. laughs> I'm going to have to check that's that great. out. I really haven't been on Instagram that much. I'm, that's going to have to get me on to look at that. That's yeah. great. That's good.
2: So So in all of this, like what I was going to, I was going to do a horrible job of like leading us into our topic. Um, Like in all of this, what have you guys been doing for uh, leisure? Because I don't know. I have a lot of free time on my hand, a lot of free time. But what, uh, you know, with, with being, you're still able to be in community, uh, Brother Barnabas, whereas I'm staying at home alone. Um, So I'm, even though you're having to stay six feet apart, even in community, What's that like for leisure time? And in between the, you know, you're coming up to the end of your semester. Tomorrow is the last day of classes for you all. So um, you're going to be having to do all your finals and, you know, busy work there to get that all done. What's mm-hmm. it like to also have like leisure, you know, looking into the summer and time with that?
1: Yeah. Well, um, it, it's hard here at St. Vincent right now because I'm used to this place this week of the semester, just being filled with students and enjoying the beautiful weather before everybody leaves. So campus has been really quiet, but uh, a lot more of the monks have been out and about walking. And uh, I don't know, I feel like it's a pretty monastic thing for guys to go on walks after meals, especially after dinner in the evening. So almost every night after dinner, I've been walking with at least one monk, um, just getting some exercise and uh, kind of talking and stuff uh, actually yesterday it was starting to rain and this monkey's been trying to lose weight. So I said, all right, we'll stay close to the building and we'll just, we'll just walk up and down the steps. And if you've been to St Vincent, there's like a thousand steps behind us. Um, so he was struggling, but we've been going on walks uh, together and we still try to have recreation together, but, um, that's been kind of like spread out. So what we've been doing, uh, more than we, we usually do is watching movies we put them on like a projector and uh, spread out everywhere and tr- <laughs> like try to sit there and watch movies. So that's like once a week we do that.
0: What movies have you seen so far?
1: Um, we watched the F- Fred Rogers movie because Mr. Rogers and Latrobe, stuff like that. Oh, He's nice. How
0: was we it? Was watched- that a good one?
1: Um, I didn't, I wasn't there. Oh. I was doing like a campus ministry thing. So
0: that's more important, but
1: I, I really want to see it though. Cause my, uh, this kind of a serious note. My dad's best friend died on the set of that movie. He was a sound guy. Wow. And uh, his name was Jim, Jimmy Jimmy Msweller He's my dad's best friend growing up. And he like was out on a balcony during a break or something and accidentally fell. Oh wow. So wow. at the end of the movie, uh, the movie's dedicated to Jimmy Emsweller. Hmm. So interesting. But yeah, I have to see the whole thing because whenever I went to his funeral, Tom Hanks was at the funeral. Oh yeah? Yeah. Like I said a few words at the funeral, like a prayer. And afterward I realized Tom Hanks was there. I was like, oh my gosh.
0: That's cool. Um, I mean, well, I mean, for what it is, I guess it's cool.
1: Right. Well, that's the thing is like people people go up to uh, you know, celebrities at events, but at a funeral, you're kind of like, all right,
0: well, can I get your autograph? <laughs> <laughs> well,
1: there's one there's one Yinzer guy, like I'm standing uh, in line to say my final goodbyes, and some Yinzer guy walks, I hear him. He walks up to Tom Hanks and goes, Hey Tom. Can you uh, can you say there's a snake in my boot? (laughs) And Tom was like, "Um, No, I'm I'm I don't (laughs) think. No, just no.
0: Oh, that's so. Yeah, we we had that
1: movie. (laughs) We watched another like movie about a saint. I I forget what that was. And then we watched uh, Star Wars. Of course, the most recent Star Wars movie. Um, So that was cool that we did that because one of our novices. He loves Star Wars, and he didn't see the new one yet because he's a novice. So it was a pretty good treat for him.
2: Nice. Was my uh, was my classmate there? <laughs> Come on. <laughs> uh, I well, I didn't know. I didn't know if he came back. Father
1: Andy that. is referring to his classmate Father Lawrence, who is the biggest Star Wars fan on like to the point where uh, he could be down the hall having a horrible day, like thinking about, and I can just go. And he will die on command. He'll like pretend like he just got shot by a
2: laser. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh God bless Father Lawrence.
0: That's funny. So uh, Father Andy, what have you been doing?
2: You know, yeah, I, I, I should be saying, yeah, I'm going out for a, a walk. I can't say that word because the the animal's sitting right over there. Um, but you know, I would say I, I do that, but I'm lazy. I'm just fat and lazy. You know, do you, uh, do you remember when the crazy snowstorm came through Erie and Buffalo and they interviewed that woman? Uh, and she said, I'm just going to get myself some donuts and some ice cream and just get all fat and sassy. <laughs> it's kind of what I feel that's like I've you're- been doing. I mean, I. <laughs> is that your inspiration? <laughs> Not really. <laughs> I feel like that's what I've become. <laughs> uh, you know, on a daily basis, the only thing that is routine for me is I have mass at noon every day. Um, Everything else is just kind of, you know, touch and go. Uh, some days, like today, I, the uh, housekeeper was in today, so I um, I kind of hid out of the way so I wasn't in her way. Um, and uh, but otherwise, you know, I get up every day, say my prayers, have some breakfast, maybe maybe a cup of coffee, um, watch the news or catch something on TV for a few minutes, go celebrate mass. Um, today I crashed. I just sat down. And the next thing I knew, it was four thirty. So I started making dinner. What I have been doing, speaking of, um, I subscribe to. Um, oh, geez, HelloFresh. That's it. So my brother does that HelloFresh thing, and then he said, you know, you should do it. So I signed up for it. And what they do is they send you. If you've never done it, it's awesome. As someone who likes to cook, you know, I think it's great because they send you everything you need to make a really good meal. And there's a lot of food in that meal. I can usually get for two or three meals after that as well. Um, and they send you everything you need, the directions on the recipe. All fresh, I'll hello, fresh. That. How fresh? Really that, fresh.
1: Like, is the chicken still moving around?
2: <laughs> there's some. There's some feathers cut t- on there. To you gotta cut know? its head off. Yeah. There's some feathers on it still, and and you have to every time you touch it, it starts to cluck and peck at you. Like I'm thinking, Hello
1: Fresh is like a farmer shows up with a cow and a shotgun. He's like, <laughs> like a rifle.
2: Here you go, Remember, son. You kill a cow he's like, <laughs> Here you go,
0: son. It's fresh.
2: I like that. I like that idea. It's not that fresh, but it's pretty darn near for that fresh.
0: It's enough to get you but fat and sassy, huh?
2: Yeah, that's right. Enough to get me fat and sassy. So, but I've been, you know, that's uh, my meal for three or four days a week. Um, it's actually kind of nice because, uh, you know, I'm not really going anywhere and I I hate, I hate going to the grocery store. And now it's even 10 times worse. But the one positive thing that has come out of this um, whole situation for me, uh, being someone who's an extreme introvert, is I don't even have to go to the grocery store. I was, uh, you know, I have some, I have to make a dinner tomorrow for a few people anyway. And the um, I don't have any food in the house to make a big enough meal for everybody. So I made an order on Giant Eagle's app and it's going to be here tomorrow morning at 10 a.m. I don't have to go out to the store. I don't have to walk through the store. I don't have to pick up my items. I don't have to wait in line. I don't have to load it into my car, then unload it. I just have to be here. It's going to show up at my door. I put it away and I'm just a happy person. Much better.
0: and Fantastic.
2: Fat and sassy and lazy. Jeez, you know what? That's my life. That is extremely maybe lazy. Come, maybe you should become a monk. It's, I, you know. I like I like my independence a little <laughs> too much.
0: <laughs> I don't know if I'd be able to do it. Uh I couldn't I you know, you're saying how you're loving sitting at home doing nothing, man. I I can't do it. I'm so glad I'm working. I was laid off for one day whenever the governor shut everything down and I thought I was going to lose my mind in that one day. But
2: Well, yeah. And so what's it like living with, you know, you have your wife and your two kids. What's it like with two little kids? Well,
0: yeah. So before all this happened, she would take the kids uh, to the zoo once a week, sometimes twice a week, to the library once a week, you know, to friend's house. So at first when this all happened, I was just thinking, well, you know, my wife's a stay-at-home mom, kids are at home all the time, so it's not going to be a big deal. Little did I realize my wife actually does a lot more than I think she does. Um, I think most husbands can attest to that. Um, so they're kind of, it's driving them nuts, especially my daughter. Cause she was in preschool, um, like two days a week and, yeah. uh, and now she can't see her friends and now she doesn't really understand why. And she keeps saying, well, I can't wait to see my friends next week at school. It's like, no, honey, sorry. You're not, it's not going to happen. And then she goes because of the pandemic, it's like, yep. So it's, I wish I didn't have to teach her that and all that, but uh, it is what it is um, but my wife's been busy sewing masks and stuff as as you know um, and other than that just trying to uh, to hang in there with some of her hobbies um, I saw her reading the Bible a little bit more so that's a good thing I think that's coming out of that for her um, you know for me uh, like I said nothing's really changed uh, I have had more time on weekends to do things like brew beer um, I'm trying to increase, um, my brewing. Uh, it's been a while. I kind of took a break over the winter just because I hate brewing in my garage and it's really cold. Um, hopefully going to move that to the basement here soon. Um, I've picked up my guitar a lot more, uh, picked up the banjo for the first time in six months. So just Finding time to I've, do little that's things. That's not
2: around. a banjo, is it? No, this is
0: a guitar. I said, I, we're, okay, playing the guitar. Right, sorry.
2: He said guitar I, I got sure. distracted. I was looking up my notes that I had, cause I, I did want to, you know, I do want to try to make this more than just the pandemic episode, but. Oh,
0: sure. Yeah. Um, but I mean, for, for me, I, I enjoy that. Uh, it's better than, you know, going out and spending a bunch of money on, you know, whatever other activity we're saving a lot of money, which is kind of nice. um, So, you know, I like it and it's, uh, coming up here, uh, you know, we're recording this episode ahead of time, but this weekend, um, turkey season starts. So, uh, I'll be in the woods for my other job doing that, which is always fun. Um, you know, I don't get paid a whole lot of money for being a game warden, uh, part time, but, uh, it, I do it just because I love it. So,
2: so they are allowing there, they are allowing for hunting right now.
0: Yeah, what, what do you think? Everyone's going to gather within six feet of each other to, to hunt turkey.
2: Remember, our our government does some crazy things.
0: No, we um, uh, Pennsylvania Game Commission is an independent agency, so they're able to uh, to do things like that. So, so that's that'll be nice. Um, I really look forward to being out in the woods a little bit more here uh, next couple of weeks.
2: So with all of this, with all this uh, time that we have on our hands, the fact that I'm being lazy, the two of you are actually living a life and doing things, you know, I don't have classes to study for. I don't have a job that really I need to go to work and and do work for. My work is kind of on standstill at the moment because I don't have anything or anyone to meet with. So with this, what do you think? Is it uh, when it comes to leisure, people have a lot of leisure time on their hand, a lot of free time on their hands. Hmm is that can be, what do you think? Can that be, uh, can be both bad and good? Well,
0: sure. I mean, if you look at, um, I mean, recently I've been seeing a lot of articles saying that pornography is on the rise because of this. Yeah. Um, You know, they were looking at Italy and within the first uh, week or two of lockdown over there, you know, uh, porn searches went up like 300% and they're starting to see the same things here just because I guess people are bored at home with nothing to do. And that's, unfortunately, that's where a lot of people end up going. Um, but on the other hand, uh, there is time to kind of slow down from some of the, the busy lives that we have. Uh, and this is a good mental break for some people. And they're, you know, they're able to do things that they enjoy doing. Uh, they're able to discover that, you know, that job that I got laid off from, uh, I hated that job. And I can't wait to find something that I enjoy doing once this is all over. So, you know, it, it, there's two sides of the coin, I think on this one.
2: Yeah. 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 So, uh, because it's, it's difficult because there's some people even say that, um, people who are workaholics, you know, you got to work through everything, you know, they work through their, um, Sundays, they work through their child's, uh, different things at school or, um, you know, the concert or uh, birthdays or things like that. So people are always working, working, constantly working. But it's important that we take time, not just for rest, but for leisure, for things that we enjoy, right? Um, So maybe, okay, so a little secret on mine is that I still play video games because, well, especially right now, what else is there to do other than, you know, I'm reading a few books that I've put off for so long, but still playing video games and that's leisure time. But the question is, what, you know, what am I wasting my time on? Am I wasting my time on something? Um, and is, is it even a waste really? You know, cause that's another thought to have is, is by spending time where I am playing video games, is that really wasting time? Well, it can be, but you know, the other well, thing is, is yeah.
1: Maybe yeah. a question I'd have for the Andy is what is leisure? You yeah. Know, to actually define it. What's, if somebody said, well, what's the difference between leisure and just like wasting time doing whatever, you know? Very good point.
0: So what do you think it is, Brother Barnabas? How would you describe it? I mean,
1: I think some of the things that are um, seemingly the simplest uh, are often some of the most difficult things to explain. So I like to talk around them or just like describe what like- You're a good
2: philosopher
1: right i have one of those degrees yeah um so but i'd say like leisure is is something that leaves you with a, f- uh, a feeling of satisfaction after uh some like enjoyable period of rest or doing something that you'd like to do and i say satisfied different than like just simply being full right so it's kind of like if you eat you know crappy food you're not hungry anymore after you're eating it because you like eating enough, but it, you're kind of full. After you eat McDonald's, you're like, oh my gosh, like I'm wrecked for the day. But if you have a good meal, you know, some chicken and broccoli or whatever, and uh, made from that fresh and ready, you know, whatever you're, you're doing, you feel full, but you also feel satisfied, like feel good. And it inspires me to, to carry on and, and to, to go do something else with my life rather than just like, oh gosh, it's kind of like, um, I wonder how much like Netflix or Hulu people are watching now. You know, like I love watching a good movie. I love watching a good TV show or whatever, but like right before I went to the monastery, I pretty much went, I worked at a golf course for like 12 hours a day, would come home, eat a little Caesar's pizza and just watch the office. And you know, that little like spinny thing would just go around after an episode, be like, do you want to watch another? Okay. And then it's just going, you know? And um, I think that's a big question to ask is like, am I doing something of leisure? Is it how does it leave me feel afterward?
2: Yeah,
0: uh, yeah. I was just listening to uh, an episode of the the Word on Fire show with uh, B- uh, Bishop Barron, and he was someone called in and pretty much asked him uh, to be able to, to describe how because Bishop Barron always talks about uh, you can find truth in beauty, and that's how he leads people um, to the church is through using. Uh, not only his intellectual, uh, anything intellectual philosophy, but, uh, also beauty and art and music and on a really high level, how he described it was, you know, when you listen to, uh, to Mozart or you walk into one of these old cathedrals, you can't help, but for it to just kind of overcome you and fill you with something that makes you want to do something with it. And that's where the truth is. And uh, can, you know, compare it to something that is just something that you like and it might be pretty or whatever, but it doesn't capture you and instill something in you that, uh, makes you want to do something with it. I don't know if that makes any sense. I tried to describe it, but, uh, a Bishop Baron does a much better job.
2: Hmm. Yeah, that makes, I mean, both of those together makes a lot of sense. Um, you know, cause I, you can think about, I remember in seminary, um, in college seminary, the rector of the seminary always gave a conference right before we would go home for um, summer. And he would say, you know, do you really feel that great after sitting and watching an entire day's worth of, and his show that he always used was um, uh, Law and Order, because he loved to watch Law and Order. He said, do you always feel good after sitting there and watching a whole day's worth of Law and Order in the summer? No, you'd rather be outside enjoying the weather if it's not raining or, you know, you feel different after you were to spend an entire day reading a good book. You know, your mind is, you're intellectually uh, invigorated. But you're right, just clicking next or just allowing Netflix to keep going forward, um, guilty here too, uh, you just get that feeling of depleted. You know, you don't feel like you're actually being able to fulfill anything or get any fulfillment or satisfaction.
0: Sure. And before you know it, you know, it's 10 o'clock at night and it's time for bed. And it's like, where did my whole day go? Or two in the morning. Right. Or yeah, in your case, I don't, I cannot stay up that late, but you know, I can, you know, you kind of look at it as, um, you know, I think people feel the same way spiritually as well. You might get either stuck in a rut or, um, you know, you just kind of go through the motions and I think we've had an episode on going through the motions before, but, uh, instead of, you know, really being involved in it and getting something out of it, we just kind of, oh, I'm just going to go to church because that's what I do. And that's what I've always done, uh, compared to, I'm going to go to church because I want to receive the Eucharist. And mm-hmm. the, you know, the conversation we were just having them kind of just made me think of that is, you know, how can we take this and bring it back to, Our faith. And I I think we can waste our time trying to find different things that fulfill us, or we can kind of go down the path that we know is going to fulfill us uh, through a prayerful life.
1: Well, I'm thinking, you know, I'm a very practical minded guy here, you know. So certain things that I think I would suggest are, are good leisure things, you know, kind of like layers of this, right? So like a top layer of good leisure would be like, man, I I just recently started getting back into a routine of working out and, uh, wow. I'm like, I forgot, like there's a part of me that exists that kind of comes back to life whenever I'm like regularly working out. Oh yeah. And, And it's hard still, you know, I'm not just like sitting there, like we have some monks that sit on the, uh like exercise bike and you look like they're just watching TV. Like, bro, you could just be sitting upstairs. while you're not like moving this, <laughs> but like moving our bodies and like, it feels good. You know, actually getting the chemicals in your brain flowing. So oh, that's sure. like tier A really good. I think another one, like you guys were saying before, like reading books. Um, like I, during this Corona thing have been reading the Lord of the Rings instead of doing my homework and like, man, I love the movies, but reading the book is just, you know, no one can argue that the movie watching the movies are awesome, but you can't say that. Oh yeah. It's like better to watch the movies than read the books. It's just so much better to read a book. I think as much as I love movies. Agreed. And then, uh, I don't know. I, this is a little bit flexible, but I'd include just like, um, in like the art of conversation as well into just like, uh, Doing something with people, you know, and, and with that then can come like the second tier of things, you know. So like I'm not a big fan of video games because I think most people can't use them uh without like I'm talking to college students that are up till four in the morning every yeah. night playing video games. I'm like, dude, these things are addicting. Yeah. They but are. a lot they of times do- guys are like they're talking to other people though. They play online or whatever, right? Yeah. Which could be used for the the negative, but I think In some weird ways, like I talked to one guy, he played video games and he like invited another guy into his small group while they were online playing video. So there's like a communal aspect of leisure to something like that. Another example that could be like, uh, I like to smoke cigars, like a good pipe. And uh, that's another thing, like kind of like video games, it has to be done in like a good moderation to to make it leisureful. Because if you're just doing that, like every day, yeah, that's going to be not good. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. for me for leisure. So like things that they're leisure if you do if you use them well otherwise they just become kind of like not healthy.
2: Yeah and that's kind of like what I was trying to hit at home with is like okay the fact that I play video games but it's not like I'm sitting here playing them all day every day. That's the key is I was trying to try I'm very bad at like working around things. I should really just stab at it more often. Anyway. um, Yeah because like I have some friends that live in Europe that I play video games with and so we chat using this Discord app as well, um, which by the way, if anybody's listening, uh, we are set. We do have a Discord server set up, but it doesn't work for anybody else. But anyway, um, you know, I have the ability to chat with people from other countries, other parts of the world, um, and that you know, it's cool. But there's something different, you know. Even on top of that, and it's not like um, as as we said, you shouldn't be spending every hour of the day on Netflix. But same with video games; it's you shouldn't be spending every hour of the Day playing video games, you know, it's about having that, um, that balance.
1: Mm. Well, Vince, you know? let me ask you what, um, as a father and a husband, what do you do with your family to try to have intentional leisure even before this whole deal? You know, like I've heard, I remember growing up, like my dad would just take us on a Sunday drive, you know, I don't, people still do Sunday drives, you know, well. like people now, don't yeah. have to go places all the time rather than just. Well, now yeah, gas prices
0: are a lot cheaper, so I guess I guess a Sunday drive would be, uh, uh, with you know, in question here. But um, uh, typically, what we what we do is, uh, especially when it's nice outside, we have a trampoline in the backyard, and we have a little swing set in the backyard. So we try to spend a lot of time outside. Uh, just the kids love it. They can run around, they can jump, they can swing, you know, anything that they want. Uh, normally we try to get to playgrounds and such. Um, in the summertime, we do a lot of picnics. We have a nice, uh, a nice park, not far from here that overlooks the lake. And so we'll, we'll just take out, you know, we'll, we'll cook food and then we'll pack it away and then, you know, take it and, you know, pitch a blanket and, and have lunch just as a family. Um, you know, we try to do, things together. Uh, it may be just as something simple as having a meal, like I said, uh, you know, a picnic, uh, or we have Presque Isle here, which is really nice. Um, my daughter's learning how to ride a bike, uh, this year with training wheels. So we'll be able to do a lot more this summer. And I look forward to that. Um, mm. you know, in the house, you know, a lot of times we'll just be in the same room, you know, in the same room together, whether we're doing the same thing or not, at least we're there. And, uh, you know, we don't just you know, I don't just give my daughter an iPad and say, here, go in the corner and, and, and watch for hours on end and leave me alone. We try to do things together and we try to play with the kids and stuff and stuff too. So, um, my daughter likes to watch me play the guitar and she has a little tiny plastic guitar that she's sits beside me and tries to play as well. Uh, so eventually I'll get her, I'll start teaching her how to play. I think she's a little too young now, but maybe next year uh, we can upgrade her guitar and just start to Teach her some of the basics, but that's the kind of stuff that I like to do with the kids.
1: Yeah, I I, I think uh, in this conversation right now, I'm thinking about a friend of mine who um, he he told me that like he grew up basically just watching TV, that's all he did, right? And he said he realized that that was a kind of a problem when he went to apply for college, and in the college application, it said like. Um, what are your interests and hobbies? And he's like, dude, I to watch TV, for like middle school or high, like he had no skills, no hobbies, no interest other than watching TV. And I'm like, man, maybe leisure is something where there's some type of, like you get a skill or a, a talent or something at it, like being able to play the guitar, being able to like, I don't know, make a fire, being able to be coordinated enough to jump on a trampoline, like something, even like you were, we were talking before this about cooking, you know, father Andy, or like that's a, can be leisure for some people like baking or cooking, Mm -hmm. which is something that like, when you do it, other people also reap the benefits of it. In addition, just you. Yeah.
2: Yeah. I think, I think one of my absolute favorite things that I don't get to do as much now, um, and I haven't really in the last year just because of life and, and everything that's going on in the world in general. um, You know, I think what I enjoy a lot is being able to host people and be able to have just dinner parties, I guess you could say, because it's just to be able to have a nice meal, uh, cook a nice meal, to sit with a nice group of people, to have a nice conversation with a good bottle of wine or scotch or whatever you're going to drink with it and just have an opportunity to be with people. And, and, as we know, it's difficult right now. Um, you know, we can't really gather. Can't people can't travel as much. And I really pray that this ends soon, but, um, you know, yeah,
1: I'm I'm sorry to cut you off, but I think this is like, I wonder how many families have actually begun sitting down together again at the dinner table because of this, because I I grew up in a house where we all sat down for, you know, when dad came home, we'd sit there and wait and he'd come down. But I, Doing college ministry, I realized how many people don't sit down to dinner together anymore. No. You know, and you're talking about hosting and having dinners, like meals, I think are a huge part of family leisure or like inviting other people to, that's a huge thing. And it breaks my heart here in St. Vincent when I see students eating by themselves and certain yeah. students, you kind of, you figure out over time, like they never eat with anybody,
0: you know? Yeah. No. Yeah. We, yeah, we, that's, we've always tried to do that here. with other people. Yeah. Like yeah. Yeah. My family, they wait till I get home. Then we sit down and we all eat together and no one gets up until we're all done. And then we can go off and do our thing, you know, whatever it is. But Father Andy, I I agree with you, man. I, I can't wait to be able to have people over again. That's kind of. You know, the last big thing we did was Halloween, uh, that, um, wow. Yeah. What what was that? That costume it wasn't a costume party. You, it was you, one of those.
2: You, you uh, didn't Cassandra have us do a murder mystery. It was a party? murder
0: mystery party. That's what it was. That was a lot of fun. Yeah. And, uh, we just haven't had the time, even before this whole coronavirus thing and just, you know, I feel like we were the ones getting sucked into that. There's no time for anything cause we're always busy. We need to slow down be able to have, have fun with friends. I I, I want to have people over to do bonfires this summer. Um,
2: yeah. And I am hearing that from a lot of people, you know, have, have those opportunities to gather together after this. I was talking to another priest friend that is a nearby pastor and he wants to have a huge gathering of all of his parishioners and just have a huge cookout in the parking lot of the church just because we can, once this is all yeah,
0: over. Yeah. I look forward to doing another whiskey tasting, you know, every once in a while we'd have, have friends who I you know enjoy whiskey. We, everyone brings a bottle or two and then we kind of do like a a bracket basically. And at the end, see who's favorite, you know, who, you know, just blind tasting and stuff like that. So I look forward to that. It's, it's been a while and it makes you, this whole thing kind of makes you, um, I guess really, uh, try to, try to, you know, you cherish the things that you really enjoy and that's, it and it's not, for it again. it's not just yeah. the, yeah, it, it's, it's the community aspect I think. Cause the things I look forward to the most are, community based I want to go to church and I want to have a full church with everybody in it I want to be able to see my friends and do all the things that we kind of took for granted before this all happened
1: well check it out I think bringing this full circle to um what we were talking about with the difference for being full versus satisfied is I think uh, this whole time uh like you guys are talking about has left us with kind of a lack that has made us aware of like a longing or desire for things that we've just taken for granted. And um, I've always loved something that St. Augustine says about desire. He says, um, uh, comparing it to St. Paul's, uh, or his comments, St. Augustine's commentary on St. Paul's line, um, that prayer should be unceasing. St. Augustine, very practical, he's like, what does that mean? You know, like even the most holy prayerful person needs to go to the bathroom or fall asleep or whatever. And he said, if you want your prayer to be unceasing, Lift up your desire to God, because that's the only thing that each human being has that never stops. Hmm. Other than breathing, we all constantly, 24-7, even in our dreams, have desires. And the deepest ones, of course, the most important, but that uh, even now we can turn this into an opportunity for uh, for that to be our prayers. Man, I really like, we just, yeah. we desire unity and community and fun stuff with people that we normally did.
2: Yeah. 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 It's so true. And thinking back to the whole family aspect of it, and it's so true because, um, we've heard for years. And one of the things that we talk about in seminary is the fact that families just don't spend time as families. And how do we educate people in the faith? It's not through, um, traditional education of, uh, just go to school and learn your, uh, you know, catechism and then come home and you're set and you're Catholic. No, no, it has to be whole family faith formation. And so, one of the things that um, someone, I don't remember where it was, uh, I saw it online somewhere, um, but it was a post. Someone was being very, you know, uh, fictitious with it, but um, this person, probably our age, uh, we're all about the same age. So, our age in 15, 20 years from now has a kid that's 20 years old, maybe, because, um, well, how old is how old's your oldest, Vince? She'll be four this summer. Four. Yep. So 24, in 20 years from now, she'll be 24. Um, looking back on this and saying, mom, dad, tell me about the coronavirus. And they said, well, don't you remember? You were you were four years old or even maybe the person was eight in this story. You, don't you remember you, you were eight years old? And they said, uh, well, no, tell me about it. And the parents said, well, it was horrible. Everybody had to stay at home. Everything was shut down. Um, there was nowhere to go. There was nothing that we could do. Uh, everybody was afraid. And and then the parents said, well, what do you remember about it? And they said, well, I remember just kind of like what you said, brother, is we're all, we were all at home together and we had meals together and we got to spend time together and we were able to be a family together and have an opportunity to be with each other. You know, it's, Mm -hmm. it's, it's all about the perspective that we should have right now during this whole situation, because, you know, my perspective is, it is great for my introvertedness. But then um, the other perspective is, is that it, it is drawing us together in a different way. I was talking with um, someone online yesterday. And she was saying about how I'm not sure if God's really working in this. I said, oh, absolutely. He's working in this. You know, he's calling mm-hmm. us all together. He's forcing us to do things in a new way. You know, your entire work, brother, as a as a campus minister is completely different than even, I don't know, three months ago when we left to go to the Holy Land.
1: Yeah. I mean, I'm even thinking my family, uh, I was sitting in prayer one night thinking like,
2: man, what, you know,
1: I just, what? what can we do? What can I do? And I thought, well, I need to reach out to my family. My mom is one of 10, and I have big family aunts and uncles and cousins. Well, I reached out to see if we could have a family Jeopardy night. So, because I had done one in campus ministry, we had a Jeopardy game based off St. Vincent questions, and it worked really well. So I thought, oh, I'll just apply this to my family. Well, we had about 35, 30, something like that, of my aunts and uncles and cousins logged on. But I forgot that like half of them, which my aunts and uncles are like above 55, they're like 60 years old. They're like sitting there looking like, okay, what do I do? So we spent about half the time just <laughs> trying to learn the technology and then the other time playing. So even though it was kind of messy, I thought to myself, never in a million years would I've ever reached out to all my aunts and uncles and cousins to be like, hey, can we get on the internet and play a game? Together? They, I would have been like, oh, they'll probably think I'm like a nerd or something like that. Yeah, but because of this situation,
0: they're like, "Oh yeah, no doubt, let's do it." Yeah, yeah, it was awesome. That's cool. Yeah, we've been doing a lot of, uh, I guess, dinners with my family in Pittsburgh, like aunts, uncles, cousins, grandparents. Just over, just just like we're doing right here, and uh, you know, it, it was before. It was like once every three, four months, I'd go down to Pittsburgh and see them. Now it's now it's much more often not in person but at least you get to see somebody and you can talk to somebody and it it is nice
1: which maybe in this whole conversation of leisure um maybe the difference for leisure versus just doing whatever is that leisure is intentional you know so that if you're gonna if you're gonna like if i'm gonna go fishing i'm gonna like I'm going to make time and go do it rather than just like, that's all, like I'm just never with my family because I'm always just fishing. Or if I'm going to go drink a beer, like, man, I'm going to go enjoy this and like, whatever, rather than like, yeah, I'm just drinking beer all day. It's going to pound (laughs) these. Yeah. You know? Yeah. It's like fun things that are good for you or at least neutral, but you're doing it with some intention rather Mm -hmm. than just like escape or grasping or.
0: Yeah, if you have to do something to escape, there's probably something else going on there. Uh, But yeah, to do something, if it's an intentional act that is genuinely good, uh, that brings about maybe something that's contemplative or you learn something from it, or it's just a part of you, uh, yeah, that sounds like leisure to me.
2: Kind of rounding this all out with the whole faith aspect of it is a great line from Scripture, of course, in St. Paul, in Corinthians, 1 Corinthians 10, he says, so whether you eat or drink or whatever you do, do all of it for the glory of God. Mm. I think that's the key because when it comes to the things that are um, immoral, you can't do that for the glory of God.
0: No. no.
2: When it comes to other aspects, um, you can do things, you can have fun and still let it be for the glory.
1: Yeah. I mean, the fact that John Paul II would go skiing every year after Christmas, or the fact that, you know, uh, Blessed Pierre Giorgio Frassati has a, one of his, like, icons is him standing on a mountain with a pipe in his mouth. Yeah. You know, or the, that he would uh, play his friends in pool, and if he if he won, they'd have to go to adoration with him. Like, it's good to do fun things, Christians, uh, and to use
2: that as witness. Yeah, yeah, fantastic. And so we're gonna go have some more leisure time. I think.
0: I think so. I think it's uh, this was a good episode. Something it was yeah. uh, it was relaxing. This was this it not not it doesn't fit the normal style of our episode, which I think was a good break from what we normally do. So yeah, uh,
2: and to break the fourth wall, there was no preparation at all for this. None.
0: Yeah, I have no notes. No this notes. is great. Fantastic. Uh, well, thank you, Brother Barnabas, for joining us again. And uh thank you guys. I just I wanna uh direct everybody who is listening who is not already subscribed to Monk on the Streets to go to Instagram and look up Monk on the Streets and follow Brother Barnabas. He has some uh really good content, uh very relatable content, very funny content. Um, and I, I think you'll I think you'll enjoy it. Um
2: What what was the really, really dumb joke that you said on our trip to the Holy Land that I ruined? <laughs>
1: I said, uh, I said, how does Moses oh, yeah. make his coffee?
0: It's.
2: And all you hear coffee. from the back of the bus is me saying he, he bros it. it.
0: I was like, bro, you ruined the joke.
2: <laughs> <That's my laughs> I'm bad at jokes. You didn't know I was making an no, episode, but. No you know, idea. It was- no idea.
1: <laughs> but then people started sending me other like Bible jokes. I was like, oh.
2: Yeah. Oh, yeah, that's pretty good
0: <laughs> yeah you could do a whole you know a whole week of just monk on the streets of just terrible lame bible jokes
2: oh my god dad jokes yeah
0: like dad jokes <laughs> monk jokes
1: you're right <laughs> if anybody has any suggestions please send them to monk on the streets a monk around the streets and i will say your dad jokes on the instagram thing.
0: yes yes all right awesome. every, all right everybody uh uh, make sure that you uh, go to our website, www.encountermercy.com. Follow us on Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, uh, YouTube. Uh, Father Andy is doing the live stream masses every day at noon uh, that you can find on our YouTube and our Facebook pages. Um, he's been getting uh, fantastic uh turnout on those. Uh it just continues to grow, which is fantastic. Um, and I just used the word fantastic twice in a row in one sentence. It was terrible. Vince. It was just fantastic. It was fantastic. I think um,
2: it's fantastic, right? Barnabas, it's fantastic. It's pretty fantastic. All right. yeah. It's fantastic.
0: Okay. Quit being sassy. Uh so
2: fat and sassy. Uh, fa- <laughs> uh
0: and uh, make sure you subscribe to the podcast wherever you listen to podcasts. Uh that way uh if uh if you're just coming, if you're just finding this, you're just stumbling across it and you, for whatever reason you want more, uh, they'll automatically come to you. So, uh, you know, with that being said, uh, we're going to close it off here. So, uh, thank you everybody for listening. And, uh, we look forward to seeing you next week. Bye.